Welcome to the Lost Ground Podcast, where we like to sample new beverages, recount old stories, and talk about other random topics while adding a bit of our own fucked up humor. I'm Mr. Yummy. I'm Mr. Early ETS. Before we get started, you should know we'll probably take these topics too far. It's who we are and it's what we do. So pour yourself a drink, pop a beer, and enjoy a moment of conversation that will travel from the mundane to the controversial. How you doing, Mr. Y? I'm doing good, Mr. E. How are you? I am doing just marginal. Just marginal. <laughs> just marginal. Hey, that's good. Don't don't shoot too high. It's like that one point above a D. Did I get a D? No. <laughs> Fuck you, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, I want to get straight into this because I normally do a little bit more talking, but this ice is melting. And yeah, and this it. is we this is a weird drinking. one. This is a well, not a weird one. We've done this once prior. Yeah. With Mr. Duckyon, but mm-hmm. you and I, you asked me what I thought we should have for tonight, and I was like, I think we should do a mixed drink, like gin. And I was literally thinking the exact same thing. Our brains were on the same wavelength. Mm. It's not even warm outside or anything. Looking, no, it's actually been fucking cold and windy all day. So without any further ado, we have cut water gin. It's award-winning. It's coming in at 44%. Vapor distilled. Okay, cool. That was so I don't know good. anything else about the company, but nope. I've had a good number of gins, not as many as Mr. Ducky, who just loves gins. Yeah. You haven't had almost any. No, I've had maybe three or four. But uh, haven't had this one, so let's give it a try. Let's go. Well, eh. We have it made up as gin and tonics, Do you the put way. the lime in? Um, It's up to you. You can. I'm just asking what you do. I usually do after the first sip. Oh, okay, after the first sip. All right, cheers, yeah. dude. Yep, hit the microphone. That's really good for recording. Mmm. That's pretty tasty. I think it came out good. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Nice how lime you, flavor. How do you make your uh, gin and tonics? I guess I make it kind of uh, not the classiest way. <laughs> I mean, it's gin, tonic, and then I put a little bit of that dropper. Wait, wait, wait. Gin and tonic. I'm trying to get I was getting through the basics first. Okay. <laughs> course ice just so i guess we're going oh. we're going caveman style okay. this one barney style but then i put um that drop uh, you know drops of lemon juice mm-hmm. or lime depending on what i'm doing mm-hmm. and then i'll cut a fresh lemon or lime squeeze it in and put it in so okay so like it just gives it a little bit more of that lime or lemon flavor that you're going for helps mm. it pop a it's little more good. no i'm really good i'm really happy with it i enjoy my mainly like during the summer I love having these. Like you worked outside or something, mm-hmm. and then you sit on your porch, you pour a gin and tonic, and still you're kind of, kind of hot outside. Yeah, it's great. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I've barely drank any gin or any gin, mm-hmm. and I've only think I've had a gin and tonic this probably the third time. Yeah, ever. But uh, no, it's pretty yummy. I like it a lot. Yeah, I do too. Not mad at it. Especially, like, if I'm going to a bar and I really don't want to drink that much, and mm-hmm. I just want to have, like, one drink and talk with some people, I'll mm-hmm. order a gin and tonic. There you go. Slow drink it. And... Normally, if I just don't want to drink, I'll just go to the bar and order a shot on the rocks or neat and just and sip stop on it. There. I'll just sip on it and talk to people. Yeah. I'll, I'll just... do that, too. I'll order a finger whiskey or something. Yeah. You don't have to take the whole thing to the dome. No. Go crazy. Well, it depends. Some places give a shot, and it's just like, you know, that's the average shot. Yeah. Some places, they give you a shot, and you're like, that's like three shots or that's two <laughs> shots. Like, But that's what I mean. That's what I like when you put like two or three shots on mm-hmm. ice and then you just sip on it. That's probably my favorite way to drink. In all honesty. I don't really like doing shots. They're not fun. I haven't done real shots in so long. The last shot I've done, and that was like a year, or a long time before, but it was that rock oyster shot we took. Oh, what about before that? That's been a long time. Yeah. Long time. It's probably been, I guess it hasn't been that long. 
But it's just so rare. It's like once or twice a year yeah, when I just people don't come around it. and they're like, well, let's get fucked up. And I'd much rather just sip on something or do a, a whiskey and ginger ale. You know, I like lie, that. on Christmas, um, Mr. Young, or, or Mr. Ducky brought a bottle of Tuwaka. Yeah. And he left it there, left it at the house. And so later I was like, you know what? I'll have a shot of Tuwaka before bed. That's good. So, but yeah, it's very uncommon. Yeah, no, it's not a... Not a preferred method of no. drinking for me. Because I actually enjoy alcohol. I think shots are more of a, a beginner's guide yeah. to getting drunk. And it's like just... when we first really started drinking, you and I, we would have shots of, of Bushmills. Yeah. But I, I feel like that was more just because that was the only way that we had ever really seen whiskey imbibed by people, like in movies and shows. And yeah. Shit. It's kind of the go-to. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of what we were exposed to. Yeah, that's what young people did. Yeah. And all the, you know, old, like the people a little bit older than me who had started drinking before, mm-hmm. they had shots. Yeah, it's probably been, I think the last four or five years that I've mm-hmm. started actually enjoying my whiskey on the rocks and just sipping it. And yeah, it's probably been the five last five years or so yeah. for me. I remember I got was my to-be brother-in-law uh, was, and, and my sister were up at my parents' house, and I was up there too, and we were, I think I was talking, talking video games or some computer shit with him, <clears throat> and all night, like this started in, at like probably two or three in the afternoon, I was just drinking jameson on the mm-hmm. rocks and we started during that i probably had like, like no joke like nine or ten That's glasses of whiskey and i was fine i wasn't driving uh mexican josh was picking me up mm-hmm. and so i was like fuck it i'll just have a good time and i did had a great time but i never felt drunk at all and then my buddy picked me up, and I guess that's when it started really kicking in. Oh, I was man. a fucking, I was fucking around in the car on the drive back downhill. You don't coop up a man who's had that many Jamesons. <laughs> he found it was, he, I think he was in, yeah, he was in my, he drove my car because he went up in uh, to see his parents, mm-hmm. and he took me with him, dropped me off at my parents, and then, so he picked me up in my car, and then we found an old CD in my car. So, like, I plugged it in, listened to, like, four songs, and, like, jammed out to them, and then I hit eject, I put it back in the case, and I just fucking threw it out the window on the drive back. I was having a good time. All me. <laughs> I will not admit to what that CD was. No, I won't ask you to. No. I'm guessing Lady Gaga. No way. Oh, um. Way worse. Shoot. Um. Okay, you know, I will admit to it if you can guess. Okay. How about that? Metroid? No. Never had one of their albums. Um, Aqua? No. Had like three of their albums downloaded onto my iPod. But no. <laughs> um, It's so much gear. What is it? Toy Box? No. Wow. W- way more like... Th- this is not... Not to say that young boys would ever listen to that music or, or should. <laughs> but this is definitely girls' music. Was it like... Um, was it a musical? No. Was it um, show tunes? No. Barbara Streisand. No. It Poppy, dude. Oh, Poppy. Poppy? That's the last hand I'm gonna give Britney you. Britney Spears. No. Spice Girls. No. You are closer. Oh, In Sync. No. Nope. Backstreet Boys. No. Nope. I love both of them, and I have no <laughs> sh- no shame in admitting that. Actually, Britney Spears too. I love her. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I'm gonna be mad at myself now. Yeah. Gonna wake up, Billy. How about the? It's. Mm, it was a show, sort of. Glee. No. 
High School Musical? No. We're going to go for... Getting to the right, right uh, timeline. <laughs> okay. Shoot. I don't think I know. Like, I really don't think I know. Oh, man. I thought you were going to get it. Now I you got to tell you... us because we've built it up so much. It's going to make the no. podcast just... You have to guess it. I will not openly say it. I just didn't listen to that stuff, so... Uh, it was on Disney Channel. Disney Channel. Oh, Hannah Montana? Yeah, there you go. I didn't remember. <laughs> I think you hid that from me, that you listened to Hannah Montana. I, I, might, I think it was a little pre-you. Okay, because I don't remember you. Um, maybe you hid it, or maybe you you had stopped. I didn't, I didn't hide. I don't think I hid much from you guys. No, you're pretty open about your Lady Gaga mm. toy box. And... I love Lady Gaga. I did back in the day. Back for, back before I realized she was a man. Barbara Girl and Dr. Bar- jo- Barbie, Barbie Girl. Girl. Dr. Jones, Jones, calling Dr. Jones, or Dr. Sailor Jones, Song. Dr. Jones. Wake up now. So if we all come together, <laughs> you know what to do. We all come together, just sing, we love you. You were so gay. Yep, I know. Hi. You're dancing to that song with your bowl cut going on. Mm. Ah, fuck that bowl cut. That's really, you know, I don't have very many, uh, dis- I, how do I say this, ill feelings towards my parents and how they raised me. I think they did a phenomenal job. They were great parents, but I fucking hate them for not letting, for forcing me to have a bull haircut my entire childhood, up until I was sixteen. Yeah, I remember fifteen-year-old you totally had the bull cut still. You're a teenager. You're a sophomore in high school, going to college classes. I was sixteen until. No, it was just just before I turned sixteen that I finally got to cut my hair. So first of all. They, my parents would not let me grow my hair out or cut it short. And so when I was younger, I didn't give a shit. I didn't know. I, I was yeah, as a kid, like, I really didn't care about my hair. I didn't whatsoever. get bullied or anything, so I didn't, I didn't know that I looked retarded. I fucking did. Um, Can I mean, you imagine how much that would have damaged really you? Because you would have got bullied bad. Uh, I mean, I mean, as soon as I got into like the public school spectrum... I, I mean, I got made fun of all the time, but it never bothered me. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, but you already never... had some built-in resistance. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I was, I, was an, I was active enough in sports and other extracurricular activities mm-hmm. my entire life that the opportunity to be bullied was there. Like, it yeah. was absolutely there. And then it probably did happen, but I just did not care. I just never gave a fuck. So I never, I never made the connection that, oh, I was probably being bullied like a didn't. My parents, you know, raised me with enough self confidence that I didn't give a fuck. But I mean, I was pissed. Like I didn't, I didn't necessarily want my hair long or short as I got older. I just didn't want a fucking bull haircut, <laughs> and they wouldn't let me do it. Like I would, my mom like got into the point where she would, she would cut my hair at home. It was fine, save money. That's good. But I was like, I want my hair shorter. And she's like, No, no, you can't have short hair. And I was like, Why not? She's like, It just, it doesn't look good. This looks good on you. It didn't. <laughs> never did. And I was like, well, let me grow my hair out. She's like, no, you don't want to look like a hoodlum with long hair. And, you... and my dad's like, you'll never get a job with that haircut. And I'm like, I'm fucking 14, bro. Fuck <laughs> off. So one day, like. Your dad gets so angry every time he walks into a store and there's three men with long hair. <laughs> and he just starts beating me because he doesn't <laughs> know what else to do. <laughs> this is what's wrong with America. <laughs> no, so fucking one day, my, my mom was, I was in the kitchen. She'd give me a haircut. And I was like, hey, mom, real quick, can I see the clippers? She hands them to me. That should have been a setup. She oh. should have known. And I just fucking, I'd like, uh, it was a short, one of the short 
mm-hmm. guards on it, and I just went straight down the road. <laughs> and she's just staring at me in horror. I'm like, here you go. Fix it. Make it work. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because they wouldn't let I was like, why can't I? A, I'm a kid, for one. This is the one time in my life I can do whatever I want, and there's basically no consequences. Mm-hmm. Let me fucking have my hair. Yeah, let me try some different way. hairstyles. And... I didn't care whether it was long or short. I just didn't want a fucking bowl haircut. Mm-hmm. Shit look, uh, still bothers me, pisses me off. But I got my short hair, and now I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> Which know. is one of the reasons I'm the most pissed off. Is that I had fucking 20 years. Well, no, I had like 16 years of wasted hair growth that I could have enjoyed. Different hairstyles, And the whole time, yeah. me and my dad's like, enjoy your hair while you got it. You're going to go bald just like me. And I was like, well, fuck you. I'm like, if that's the case, then let me fucking have my hair, asshole. Let me enjoy it while enjoy I got it. Enjoy your eyesight while you have it. Can I go see that painting? No. no. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it was, though. It was fucking bullshit. I was pissed. Uh, it's okay. Now, now I'm bald, and now I'm being forced by my fiance to grow my hair out, yeah. even though I don't want to. I can never be free. <laughs> you can never be free from people trying to control your life. I thought this is America. I mean, we always know the government will fuck with us, but the people we care about—they <laughs> who—they are who fuck you the worst. <laughs> it's because they can say way more arbitrary things to do. Mm-hmm. Like the government, if they're like, "Hey, you have to have your napkin over here," you'd be, everyone would be. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Fuck you. I'll put my napkin where I want. Even the police who were being sought to enforce it, they'd be like, I used to put my napkin wherever I want. Like, <laughs> like arbitrary stuff, it's hard to enforce. Mm-hmm. So the government doesn't try to mess around with that too much. But our the, our loved ones, girlfriends, or you know, our parents growing up. They want to control us the most. Oh, they do, and it's the weirdest stuff. I put a coat know. on. I'm fine. You should put a coat on. <laughs> But I'm really comfortable. And then they won't let it go. Like, Fine, I'll take a sweatshirt. <laughs> Fuck. Why are you so angry all the time? Because of you. <laughs> I had a girlfriend get mad at me because I was going to bring a sweatshirt. We were going out. It was evening. We were going to be out late. We were going to hit a couple bars. What I get irritated with is I always bring a sweatshirt. Unless it's the dead of the summer and it's hot as fuck. And I know there's not a chance in hell I'm going to be cold. Mm-hmm. I always bring a sweatshirt. Always in my car, always. at least. Always. Yeah. And and it's never me that gets cold. It's my fiance. Mm-hmm. Like, Can I have your sweatshirt? No, I'm about to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> but babe, fuck. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Exactly. And I tell, and then like we'll go out again. I'm like, hey, grab a sweatshirt or a sweatshirt. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, grab a fucking sweatshirt because <laughs> you're not you're, taking mine. You're arbitrarily controlling their life. No, I'm not controlling their life. I'm making it so that they don't ruin my evening and cause me to be sitting there shivering all night because they. See, that's how I do hurt my relationships because I'll be after the first time when they do that to me. I'll be like, understand that it happened once this evening. You do not get my sweatshirt. Oh yeah, no, cold. I do that. Like, I tell her. I tell her every time. She's like, oh, if they, I'm like, is that what you're going to wear? She's like, yeah. I'm like, you're going to get cold. Like, no, I won't. I'm like, okay, I'm not giving you my sweatshirt. Because I know for me. You've, you've said it to me a couple times. We're about to go out, and you're like, hey, dude, you want to grab a sweatshirt? And I'm like, oh, I just didn't think. Like, it didn't come to yeah. mind. And I'm like, yeah. And even if I was like, no, I don't need one, I would never be like, bro. Can I get <laughs> your it over. Getting chilly. I'm a little thinner. <laughs> a little thinner than you. Get me quicker. Are you calling me fat? I you just I'm called me fat. Thinner. You just called me fat. Also something that significant others do. <laughs> <laughs> but not friends. Unless you not really friends. got fat. Well, yeah. I would, I would, I would call you out. Thank you. I would appreciate it. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. 
But yeah. how fat is too? How fat is? What was the point where you're gonna call me out? Um, because you've called me out for being got, getting a little pudgy around the middle, and I wasn't even that fat. I wasn't even fat. That was more. I didn't call you fat. I, I talked about your pooch. Yeah. I didn't wow. say you were fat. I've always had this pooch. <laughs> no, but I was t- <laughs> fifteen years of knowing each other. I've we've I've always had this pooch. Yeah. I can never get rid of it. I almost got rid of it in de- on deployment, though. Mm. I won't even lie. I'm starting to look good. You you were looking good. I'm trying to. I've lost five pounds last week uh, month. Look good. Yeah. You're you're looking good. I'm not really trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to turn this muscle into fat or this fat <laughs> this muscle into fat, well, bro. Well, you're working a job like you do. Like I don't feel like you can try to. No, I think uh, my I can I can already tell that my endurance has gone up, and mm-hmm. like my my level of working at a constant pace is much higher than it was just you know thirty days ago. Yeah, it's like crazy. Some jobs like um, the guys I know who work like seasonal fire, mm-hmm. like Department of Forestry or even Cal Fire, like if they start off fat, they'll definitely get cut. But the guys who start off kind of thin, like on the thinner side, they won't really get much bigger. But their muscles will look like fucking chiseled from stone. Yeah, like no, absolutely crazy looks. Like you know, for as long as I've been doing this job for eight months now, mm-hmm. going on eight months, I haven't really. I've lost some weight. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I definitely thought I was going to be more well, lean. I, I think the difference is is like because yeah, you're working you're working hard hard eight hour days, but mm. when you're actually like on a like a sixteen hour straight fire seven days a week for two weeks, yeah. Like that you can't like that's gonna get to you. You know you're carrying a saw for you know not continuously sixteen hours a day, but it's still a lot of saw carrying time. Yeah. No, I mean I'm sure. If like we did... Mr. Y was looking good when he got back. Mr. Now, y? Mr. Yummy or Mr. Ducky? Wow. Mr. Ducky was looking good. Like he came back and his arms just had that yeah. like, very toned like. No, I mean I could definitely. I mean and now I'm he's just... getting pudge, man. <laughs> he's getting it quick. <laughs> I mean obviously, I can tell that I my physique has improved drastically. I mean just. I mean, flexing in the mirror when I get out of the shower uh, every night. I can, mm-hmm. like, I put a shirt on, my arms, the sleeves are a lot tighter. Like, mm-hmm. my chest, the chest area is a lot tighter, and my waist is, like, the shorts that were tight on me last summer are, they fit comfortably now. And so, like, I know I can tell that I've lost, but I just thought I was going to, I thought it was going to happen a little bit more. Yeah, I get I'm not, you. I'm not disappointed by any means. It was just my expectations were a little bit but higher. And there than are things you could, you know, you could do to kind of change it or improve what you're getting. Yeah, number one would be drinking a hell of a yeah. lot less. But. And then, get, you know, modifying your diet. No, my diet's really good, actually. I mean, it's pretty decent, but your dinner diet isn't always good when we're having dinner together. It's, and that's partially my bad, too. But so. s- sometime things aren't bad. I mean, yeah. how often do we go out to eat? Not Once every other often. week? We had that one week a couple weeks ago where we went, like, three times. Yeah, I mean, that's... Just because we were each having a long week. Yeah, and so that's fine. But that's not, you know, that's not tremendous. That's mm-hmm. not anything extraordinary you know what, i just like based my, off what, what you were saying about the mirror yeah so like i know me as a guy like when i get out of the shower i always look in the mirror and i can notice if i gain some fat on my chest or if mm-hmm. my chest got a little bit muscular like no matter what in my life i can always tell if i've changed just a little bit like a little bit more weight on my stomach or yeah like a little thin down you know my arms are a little bit thicker like i don't step on a scale a whole lot it's rare it's uh, every couple weeks maybe month like my check-in with myself is when i see myself and like It'll be like three days. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm got a little bit more fat on my arms than I did three days ago, or I'm a little thinner on my arms. Well, I like to weigh myself, not because I really care about the number. It's more of a. I mean, I kind of care about the number. Like, I, I was. It was nice to see that I lost five pounds this last mm-hmm. month, but it, like again, I don't really care what my weight is. 
as long as what I see is decent. Exactly. Like, exactly. If I'm 170 pounds of fat, like that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. That's gross. That's nasty. But if I'm 170 pounds of fucking hardened steel and sex appeals, fucking that's what I want. Like right now, I'm 155 is what I weighed in uh, a couple days ago, and I don't I don't look bad. I still got a little bit of a love handle, a little bit of a pooch, but my arms look good. My chest looks pretty good. I'm about 150. Yeah. Right now, 149. Yeah. But, but I mean, I started off at. Well, in the summer when I started working, I was at one, uh, I think it was 168, mm-hmm. 169. I think it was 168. So to get down to 155, it's pretty good. And you, you put on a months. lot of weight really quick after your deployment and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is I just, mean, it always happens. After after Sabbath school, yeah. I fucking, I'm not going to laugh, I put on a lot of weight yeah. immediately. But that after. always happens. Like, I, because yeah. I came back pretty cut, and then I put on just some natural fat just because I wasn't yeah. living that high testosterone, high protein yeah. lifestyle. And just like my fiance said, I mean, you go from basically starving mm-hmm. for a large portion, I'm not really starving, but you're hungry and you're running yourself to, to the grindstone. But and then to get out of that another shit like I uh, went straight into aerosol school the next mm-hmm. like three days after, and every night I was at a brewery or a bar or a nice restaurant fucking stuffing my face with the best food that I could find and none of it was healthy. So well, one of the other things that like when you're in that mindset of like I'm doing this for something or I need to do this, it's way easier to make those right choices. Yeah, have the right diet. Whereas when you don't need to, like especially after you just had to do it for so long, yeah. and suddenly you don't have to, and you like look over that bag of fucking chips yeah you know like and you weren't eating chips before <laughs> yeah and that's i mean that is also probably a big thing that i could cut out of my diet is i do eat a lot of chips mm. i fucking love chips dude um but i i'm not gonna ever fucking limit my diet so drastically that i'm miserable well i just you know everyone sees that sexy body style like you know the guy with a six-pack abs the v there the chest the arms but it's like I'm not gonna kill myself to have that. And really, honestly, what it takes to get that—that's not like mm-hmm. steroid helping mm-hmm. to get there—is not anything. It's not fun. Like, it's the not goal. The goal is not worth it. I work out so that I can fucking eat tacos and eat burgers and fucking have a good time and yeah. be happy and healthy. It's like, still. do I ever want myself to get fat? No. No, and I'll always take steps to make sure I'm not fat. Yeah. But I'm never gonna be like the guy like. Can't have a beer. No. Can't can't have that taco you offer me. As I'm your guest in your house. And you offer me no. a fucking taco. And I'm gonna turn it down because it doesn't fit my diet. Not a barbecue with somebody. I'm like, do you have lettuce? I can wrap my burger. In? <laughs> can I get a protein wrap, please? No, that's actually. Just... I was um I was at a burger place a couple of days ago, and I really didn't want the bun for some reason. Like I usually have no problem, but it just the bun didn't sound good. Yeah. And I almost ordered lettuce. That was the the protein wrap. Yeah. Just because the bun sounded so bad, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. No? No. I don't think bread has ever sounded bad to me. <laughs> it just didn't sound good, man. Usually, yeah. I, I like buns, <coughs> but I just felt like I, like, it just, the, that many extra carbs just didn't sound good. <laughs> it wasn't even that they were carbs like I was watching my diet. It just, it sounded bad to me. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing, really. But I still did it, because I was, I couldn't bring myself to Cause order. Because you were mad. It's not, it's not that I'm a man, it's just... I've given people so much shit. Yeah. yeah. But so it's just one thing I want to get into from this. We did talk about this a long time, but think about the body shaming, man. Body shaming. So, oh so like, God. I never look like, okay, here's, I'm going to start this with, if you're fucking 500 pounds, I'm going to look at you and think you're fat. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have any judgments about what, what kind of person you are. I'm not going to think you're a bad person. 
I am going to think you're a lazy person because there's no way you get to 500 pounds by being active. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Actively putting food in your face. So, sorry if I offended you. That's the truth. There's a lot of stuff that says that. Yeah. But if you're, you know, overweight, even if you're significantly overweight, like 50 pounds overweight, and you're still doing stuff, or even if you're not still doing stuff, I don't really, I'm not that mad. But it, for that's chicks. I really don't judge chicks by their weight almost ever. Yeah. Unless they're like 500 pounds. Yeah. If I see a dude who's like 60 pounds overweight, I judge the shit out of him. Do you? I do. <laughs> I get like this little bit of hate in my heart. So you're sexist towards men. I guess that'd be like racist. That'd be sexist. Well, it's sexist because they have the different, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be racist. Well, it's just I feel like a man should, like, at least keep himself to a certain physical standard. I'm not saying like run two miles in ten minutes or some crazy shit. I'm not saying you should do a hundred, be able to do a hundred push-ups. No. But just like, if you can't go to the ground and do twenty straight push-ups, twenty. That's not that hard. Mm. I've never had a point in my life where I couldn't do just straight twenty push-ups, except when I was in the hospital for a serious accident. Yeah. But. I just like there's just certain things where you're bought. You should keep, and I'm not saying that it's the that that's the standard. But if you can't swing a hammer or carry wood with without breathing hard, yeah, you probably get yourself in shape. And I I should have that same standard for women. I feel to be equal. So I I mean I think that I'm pretty equal when it comes to my judgment and people's mm -hmm. their body shaming or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I'm gonna be very I'm gonna be blunt. I I I do judge your character based off of your your weight i'm not gonna even lie I, that's one of the things that is in my mind when i like when i was single and i was looking for a girlfriend mm -hmm. or you know, a future wife is sorry like i've i've dated uh, a couple girls that were overweight they had great personalities and they were really great people i liked them um they were also terrible in other ways but that's not the point of this conversation when i see a large woman I'd, I see a bit of laziness, and I see uh, someone who doesn't really respect themselves, and that really bothers me because it's, it's not about the fact that you're fat or the fact that you're large. It's that you're unhealthy, and that's what bothers me. Mm -hmm. And it's like you, you are literally hurting yourself. You are, you are shortening your lifespan you are you are living a worse life than you could be if you just put a little bit of effort a little bit of effort going to the gym or just being more active and or not eating fucking garbage all the time and, and you know i can see your point really like i understand what you're yeah. saying because there's definitely been a large majority of my life that i agreed with that yeah but i just i backed off that just for the basic idea that i don't care if you're choosing to live a shitty life necessarily it's the idea that if you could, you could be working the same job as someone, but your phys you've let your physical fitness go, or just your basic physical capacity, yeah, that you are underperforming <clears throat> with everyone else that's getting paid the same as you, yeah, and that's a no go for me. That's if you wrong. don't respect the people around you enough to keep no. yourself in the big. Like, I'm not saying you can't be fat. No. There's um this guy I worked with for a while. His name was James. And I first met him. He, you know, was driving in a truck with him. Just met him that day. He's yeah. fat, really fat. Yeah, big beard. And he started talking to me. He's like, hey, you know, and we started talking and we had a lot in common, seemed friendly, but I was just thinking like, cause we, it was a physical job. Yeah. And then we get out and start working and this dude fucking hustled yeah. and he never got out of breath. <coughs> and he was just like, it felt like he was in shape. I was just like, man, it doesn't make sense. Like how, cause this is like everyone else on the job was basically thin cause we did so much hustle and he was just really fat compared yeah. to everyone else. And after I knew him a while, he actually told me, he's like, I have a pituitary issue. Yeah. 
where he just couldn't lose weight. His right. body just gained. He actually was in the Air Force, and they put him on all the programs, and they kicked him out because he just couldn't lose enough weight. No, like, like I'm not saying just because just, you're so fat. So like I respected him, like I, yeah. but I had that. That's why I said like you, I had the predisposition, like you know, you don't respect yourself enough yeah. to lose weight. And, and I, I learned that, and I was like, oh, I feel shitty for the original thought, you know. No, and that's not. And obviously, I say this as a generalization. It doesn't apply to everyone. It's just a generalization, mm. and that's when it comes to like a mate or to somebody who I want to you look to a future with is somebody I don't want a lazy mm-hmm. person I yeah, want a, exactly. pro, a productive I want an active person because I like living an active lifestyle as I have my lazy days too mm-hmm. but I actually like being very active and I want a partner that mm-hmm. wants to do that that I don't have to you know drag kicking and screaming to go on a hike because that's the kind of shit I like but it, I mean don't get me wrong I know I mean you know Mr. Uh, I don't want to say his name but Mr. Lips yeah from your deployment mm-hmm. he a large dude mm-hmm. could not lose weight yeah. got out of the army because of it yeah one of the hardest he was motherfuckers. In such good shape too. One of the hardest motherfuckers yeah. you've ever met. But he also his he was so good PT wise. He was strong. He was yeah. good on the run. Like that dude was fucking hardworking and awesome. And by the time we came back to my unit, he was oh he was out of shape again. Yeah, and but I mean he was he was large from the time I met him yeah. to the time. But he even was gone. when he got in shape, he still couldn't pass tape. Yeah. Even though he was running the two miles in like fourteen and a half minutes, I think fucking tape yeah. is stupid, but whatever. But he uh, was like his push-ups were good, yeah. and he was hard working. Like that yeah. dude could work 16, 18 hours straight. No, just problem. a hard fucking dude. Yeah, like hard, hard working dude. Great uh, heart too. So I'm, and like, and literally, I don't, I don't. My judgment doesn't mean that I hate. I'm mm-hmm. just judging. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm being prejudiced. That's a hundred percent true. I won't even deny it. But it doesn't mean that I hate you or I think that you're a bad person. I just think that you. When it comes to like females, you're lacking qualities that I assimilate with you. And so I don't see you as a possible mate. That doesn't mean that I can't be friends with you. That doesn't mean that you're not a bad, you're not a good person. It's just attractiveness. But the attractiveness isn't your physical attractiveness. It's the, it's everything that comes behind it. Yeah, and I, obviously there's people out there who can't, they have thyroid yeah. problems. They have whatever. Yeah. They have injuries. They have blah blah all this stuff. And with that, there's you know still things. That like was really what it was with James. It was a thyroid, not pituitary. So and, and even with those things, like there's mm-hmm. there's dietary things that you can like. There's people in wheelchairs that are skinny as fuck. Yeah. Like it's a diet thing. Remember when we were going thing. to the college and we were do, working in the gym? That one guy in a wheelchair whose arms were just huge. Yeah. And he would fucking... come in there and work out, and he would always like he'd offer to spot me on the bench. Yeah. And he could do it from his yeah. wheelchair. <laughs> I've seen fucking plenty of stuff on YouTube where these guys that are or guys and girls that are in wheelchairs are doing they're doing fucking pull ups like knocking out like they're mm-hmm. nothing like way better than I can, and they got a fucking wheelchair strapped to them. Yeah. I'm like. Or they're doing they're doing handstands and like handstand pushups with a fucking wheelchair attached. I'm like, there's no way fucking way I could do that. Like, no, it's, like, I'm not like. But what you're saying about judgment, I think it's true to recognize. So judgment isn't yeah. hate. No. And like, I was just what it brought to mind is like everyone. Everyone is judgmental. Everyone is prejudiced in some way. Period. It, if you say you're not, you're a fucking liar. Well, I don't think it's necessarily. Well, it could be prejudice. I'm not going to say it's not prejudice. It's, for example, this um. This female acquaintance of mine called me. This was a couple months back, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "She's like, I found a rattlesnake. I was outside. I found this rattlesnake. What do I do?" I was like, "You find a shovel." She's like, "Okay, I found the shovel." I'm like, "Then you chop its head off in one swift move. Yeah. Even if you don't chop it through the first time, like just don't pick the shovel back up yeah, and just, just keep it grinding it down until yeah. its head severed." She was like, "Ew, gross!" And it was like the whole like you know she had it on speakerphone she's going through and it like, took like 15 minutes to coerce her into doing it oh my god and like my res- my respect for her fell a little it's like you live in the country 
Like, you always talk like you do all this stuff around the property. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing you do. Yeah. And it's like, I had judgment there. I just, I felt like if you were in that environment, you should be ready to do, even though, if, like, I don't kill rattlesnake necessarily every month or something. Yeah. But I've killed, like, three rattlesnakes this summer. Yeah, and there's and there's a big, there's a key word that you use in there is be ready to. Yeah. It's not necessarily that you're comfortable with it or okay with it or, yeah, I can fuck do about but just be ready mm-hmm. for it. Like, I've lived in the country my entire life. Don't get me wrong. I, I, those th- kinds of things come naturally to me because mm-hmm. that's what I've all that I was exposed to as a child. But it's like going into the city, it's like dealing, being able to just deal with homeless people because it's just yeah. a factor. It's fucking there. Well, so I can't imagine, like, if I had never seen it, like, because you, everyone that grows up in this area knows what a rattlesnake is, or even yeah. in California or this or the West Coast, you know? Yeah. So if I, you their know, tails are big. Saying that I know, because you learned in school, so saying I knew what a rattlesnake was and I'd never killed one before, never heard how to kill one. Yeah, I would think get a tool that keeps me separate from being close to them, and kill them. That would be Shovel. my instant Shovel. thought. <laughs> like yeah. I wouldn't need coaching; it wouldn't be boggled. And like I, you know, grew up in the country, but I moved to a big city. Yeah, and I had no struggles with any of the new things from the big from the city. No. So my girlfriend down there, she's like, you're never going to learn the streets. It's not going to be a country where you just have the streets memorized. Took me fucking up less than a month. <laughs> streets aren't that hard to learn. I'm not saying gang life. I'm just saying yeah, how like, the fucking city how works. The, how it's the not system hard. works, which freeways connect to which freeways. And I could get around pretty, like someone could be like, it's on this side of town. I was like, I knew where that was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I moved from here to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Had no problem. I'm yeah. given I'm from... Auburn, which yeah, is, but you know, it's just if you—that's the biggest ability human beings can have. That's why human beings are the top of the food chain and the ecosystem of the world is yeah. because we—it's built in us to have the ability to adapt. And I think that's the biggest thing that frustrates me is oh, the human beings or the humans that because they don't have to adapt because there's so many conveniences, yeah, they—they they don't train themselves to adapt. Yeah, well, that's and a, maybe that comes from how you're raised, but yeah. I still don't. I always believe that you can change yourself to become adaptable. I mean, I think what the bi- the biggest factor in that is for people who live in more urban areas is that there's a service for every problem that you'll face mm-hmm. in your life basically i mean there really is don't know how to paint your house call a fucking painter don't yeah. know how to fix your toilet call a plumber don't know how to fucking get rid of pests call a fucking pest control well it's dude. worse now like when i was in san diego don't want to go get your groceries uber uber uh, eats yeah. or fucking home whole foods amazon or whatever that but yeah. but in when you're in the country and those services aren't you can't readily even get a pizza out here yeah <laughs> when those services aren't even readily available, you have to deal with it. You know what you can get delivered out of here? Propane. Propane. <laughs> Diesel and propane. And that's it. And this, that's not a hard life. No. I, these people who are just so spoiled yeah. with the conveniences and the luxuries of of a urban society. And that was a fact I didn't ever look at with my, my ex. Yeah. Is that, you know, we, we like the same movies and jokes and the same kind of food and, like, we got along. But if I had just thought about it for a second, I'd be like, wow, she's always been in the city her whole life. Yeah. I mean, it's not the—I mean, I know plenty of people who have been in the city their entire life and— Adapt and— Yeah, but that's just because they have a fucking brain on them. Well, I mean, I th- I've met a lot of smart people that can't adapt, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, smart is a very broad term. Well, well, I'm saying I've met people who are very book-learned, have degrees, and they can't adapt, but that's pretty common where they're just very Mm -hmm. more artistic. But I've met people who they just learn skills in a certain way, even like, you know, whether it's – like, I've known a lot of country people who are really good out in the country, but they couldn't survive in a city. No. That's true. And I've met vice versa. And because they're not adaptable. Yeah. 
No, those, I feel are, you. those are the animals that end up becoming extinct. <laughs> I mean, I think that's more of a somebody grew up in the city that goes to the country versus the country to the city. Because uh, when, when the world ends, the, con- the country folk are going to be pretty okay. Country boy can survive. Country boy can survive. Because, <laughs> I mean, if the, the country people, they're. They probably have gardens. They mm-hmm. probably have generators. They probably have a big tank of fucking propane and gas and diesel. And they probably, they probably have, have a tractor. Guns. Or they have guns. They can go hunting. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's it's more obvious to me that they're going to be okay when the fucking world comes to an end than a city person who doesn't know how anything works. They don't even know how to start a fucking chainsaw. Like, yeah, so true. So you just came to mind. It's going to be a major shift from what we're talking about. Is let's it okay? Go. Let's go. So I have been watching the uh, Netflix documentary about uh, uh, Anthony Hernandez. You know mm-hmm. who that is? I know his name. He was a tight end for the Patriots who ended up yeah, yeah, getting yeah. arrested for the murder of his girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. Right. So not to get into the full details of that because it's covered to death and whatever. But so they finally said like how the victim was found. And he was shot multiple times. But mm-hmm. those shots went through his arm and his leg and like various extremities. And the last shot went through his head. And so, like, I wasn't, like, you don't torture someone by doing that. Like, no. They, they, go, they missed. Those are shitty shots. <laughs> and then finally you wounded him enough that he was on the ground, and then you blasted him in they the fucking had head. Him, they had him, like, they had him standing there. Like, he, they already had him captured. Like, so it wasn't like he was running from them. It wasn't a gunfight. They took him out to a quarry. They had him on his knees, and that's what they did with their shots. They shot him from the behind on his knees. So all the shots were when the, he was already captured. And the last shot was to his head. And that, that that sounds torturous. But they shot from a distance. It wasn't they. They stood. It, it was estimated they shot from twenty five feet. That's pathetic. Yeah. That's like really really pathetic. That's what I'm saying. I'm like the country boys will be have like you know city people might have some guns, but they don't shoot like those the country boys. They might have like shot a pattern into his back <laughs> and then shot him in the head. But. None of this weird fucking. That's what the, like the way like the because the corner was on there describing it, and he was basically like he didn't say shitty shooting because he was talking, and but no. he said it looked like the work of an untrained untrained marksman. Because <laughs> there was grazes, man. They must have done a like firing squad, and they must have all had fucking kill shots. <laughs> One gun. gun. Oh my god. <laughs> So they all must have been fucking taking turns then. <laughs> it had to have been. It's like when you're shooting at a cannon, you just pass it off each shot. Yeah, and then they're, just, they're all like, oh, fuck, this is so embarrassing. And then just one guy goes up and blasts him in the fucking head. I know it's a dark thing to joke about because this is a human being that was murdered, but... We're I not just, making fun of the death. We're I making mean, fun of the fucking Anthony killers, okay? Hernandez hung himself in prison, so... Did he? Yeah, so um, he got... While he was on trial for the first murder, he got implicated in the, the murder. first murder. He got implicated in two more murders. <laughs> it was a wow. NFL's uh, really drafting some great people. He just he had just signed a four million dollar contract. Wow. Before he did that first murder that he got caught for. And do you know who found the body and reported it? Who? He did. So he murdered the guy. Then he went to the gym the next morning, and then he said he was running through the quarry and found the body. There's a master criminal right there. Scooby, I mean, Scooby Doo game would have got that motherfucker. <laughs> Detective Inspector Gadget would have found that guy. Dora the Explorer could have found it. <laughs> oh, God. That's sorry. 
Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm watching this documentary. It's very serious, and it's like going into his life and what went wrong. And I'm yeah, just, I'm, and I'm just keeping thinking like, if you you have a college degree, earning four million dollars a year, you could also just not kill the guy because with money you can still fuck someone's life up. I'm a, I'm saying if, if you're gonna fucking you're gonna kill a dude that's that cro- closely related to you. Even when, like, with he was friends. He was already friends with the guy before the guy started dating his sister or his girlfriend's sister. You probably shouldn't be the person to find the body. That's not that's suspect. That's yeah, suspect. Let someone me. else. Who, find how the body. many people? How many times do does a friend find a friend murdered? Well, and this guy didn't even live in the same town as him. The friend that he killed didn't live in the same yeah, town. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't think this out at all, <laughs> at all. And well, you could I, say it was a crime of passion, <clears throat> but. He had called the guy up that night and said, "Hey, I'm coming to pick you up." Why would you? Why would you want? Ah, this and that just guy blows had been my scared mind. and had told his friends, "Like, hey, you know, like I'm kind of worried about this." Why would you? Tr- why would you find the body of somebody you murdered? Would you would want that body to be there as long as possible? Yeah. The longer it's there, the you, more you forensic want it to degrade evidence as goes. Much as yeah, possible. or animals fucking eat it or some mm-hmm. shit. Not how well. How long did he? Re- how long after the murder did you report it, did or he, like find it? It was like it wasn't long. It was like the next day or the day after. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it sounds bad to make fun of a guy who's He's himself. like, you know what? I committed the perfect crime. <laughs> I just wanted to give the, the authorities a fighting chance. No, what I really think is he no. really. I think he really thought that he had like. He's like, if I find the body, then I look sympathetic, and I'm like. If my fingerprints happen to be there, then it's gonna make sense. I think he like, really thought he had figured it out. That's the only thing he has going for him. <laughs> Other than that, nothing. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Like I would have, I wouldn't have killed him in my the town I live in. That is fucking. That's so dumb. Dude. I'm sorry. I just it came to mind with the shooting thing. Like you brought up country boy shooting. I was just like, yeah. That's I'm ridiculous. not saying that there aren't some city boys who can shoot. I'm sure there are. Yeah. And you guys work for the cartels in our hip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so I, I, was, I saw this video on Instagram. It got sent to me. And it's this dude. And he's sh- he's shooting at bottles on some fucking out in the woods. And he fucking is just blah, 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 blah. Misses every single shot. And he's like, stares at the gun. And then he throws the gun at the bottles and knocks two of them down. <laughs> Oh, the cracking up. It was fucking funny. So, I know you haven't seen it, but Predators 2. The Predators come after this cop who's one of the main Predator characters. He's coming after the cop. And the cop shooting with his gun. And it's not. And he's back in ways he's doing this. He pulls out a second gun. He shoots it. Or he, when the first gun runs out, he throws out the Predator. He pulls out a second gun. He shoots, unloads it. And then he throws that gun at him. And then he pulls out a golf ball. Like, shit, you nuts. The serious action film. He throw, pulls out a golf ball and goes, Neh. <laughs> throws out the Predator. <laughs> and then the predator ends up killing him. <laughs> I remember I watched that the first time I was 12 years old, and I laughed my ass off <laughs> when the golf ball came out. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Because at that point, even as a kid, I'm like, your two options are like, when you're down to the golf ball, you don't throw the golf ball. You drop it on the ground and hope he trips on it, like, <laughs> like a shitty cartoon. Or <laughs> <laughs> you run, or you go to attack. Like, <laughs> I was. Uh, you seen the video on? I'm sure you seen it online where the guy's he's shooting, and then like it the gun jams, so he 
he drops the mag and he throws the gun and then he pulls a different gun out and racks it and starts shooting <laughs> again. <laughs> the video fucking killed me. That's hilarious. So today, today at work, we're doing fucking inventories, and the the cap was like, "Hey, inventory everything that's not like consumable." And I was like, "Okay, it's like blah blah." It's going over stuff. I'm like the chain. He's like, "I was like." He's like, anything that you wouldn't throw away after using, count it. I was like, okay, so just don't even count the chainsaws, right? <laughs> I'm like, so he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as as soon as you like your your blade's done, just fucking throw the chainsaw away and put a new chainsaw with the same blade on. It's <laughs> exactly what it made me think of. <laughs> but then I got really fucking pissed because then he's like, count all the medical stuff. I'm like. That's all consumable. That's all stuff that you throw away unless you want me to fucking put a bloody bandage on a different patient. Yeah, all medical stuff is consumable. Yeah. Because, like, even some medics, I'm not going to even say, like, my medic, but I'm sure there's some medics out there. Yeah. (laughs) That when they come to where they can order new stuff, they always say that they use basically everything. Yeah. No, Even though they haven't, just because it takes so long to get supplies. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you should count the medical stuff mm-hmm. because you need to know when you need more for, shit. For use. But, but when it comes time to when you can order more stuff, you're always almost out of everything. Yep, always, 100%. Because th- you get medical supplies so slowly in the military, oh, so it's insane. No. Anything government-related when it comes to supplies. Overseas, we'd be ready, for, like, getting ready for a mission. We'd be like, we're fucking out. And the, we had to go bomb it from units that weren't going outside the wire. Yeah. Like, we literally were having to bomb. This break is brought to you by video games that come out a quarter finished. They know they can update later, so they screw you over and get your money. Damn. Also, they're going to make you pay for that update with a DLC attached. Because fuck you, gamers. Uh, EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> to fuck you. <laughs> to fuck you. <laughs> so I was when, um I first started playing again because I hadn't played console games in a long time, and my brother and I were playing some like PS4. I didn't realize how much fucking like digital purchasing there is on a console fucking video. So game. much, it's insane, and it's for stupid shit. It's not even yeah. shit that matters in the no. game. It's like you want that custom skin, you want that yeah. gun that's not really much better than the other guns you can use. You want that cool hat. You want that horse with armor. <laughs> <laughs> the armor doesn't help at all. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just cosmetic. So stupid. Paying that much. Oh my god. I mean, we've been playing fucking League of Legends for nine years now. And, on and off, yeah. And I mean mostly on. I mean for all of maybe maybe two years of a break. I mean I've had break like I've had like a year break here and there throughout it. Because like in San Diego I didn't play and but it's yeah. yeah. Oh, we, I've spent probably a collective thirty dollars in nine years. Oh, I've spent a lot more than that. But maybe forty dollars in nine it's years. It's a free game. Mm-hmm. You don't pay for anything other than skins. Yeah. And or to unlock characters sooner. And that's it. Which you don't have to. Which you don't have to. You can just fucking play. And, eventually... and now the new system for unlocking characters for free, it way more. Like you get the stuff to get characters for free way quicker than you did on the old system. Do you? Yeah. It I had to grind. No, like it, it feels like it to me with how much. I guess what you get all those shards or yeah. those all those uh, skin tokens yeah, and whatever you, can... you cash in. Yeah. Man. It's way better. I mean, I would grind. Like, you and I would grind for, like, two whole days, and I'd be up, like, 700. <laughs> No, we went up way more than that. I, I remember just being brutal whenever I was trying to grind for something. But anyway, I wanted to get into a, a, a thought I was having today. I was out and about and just, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Hunter S. Thompson. 
No. He was a journalist and a writer, wrote like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He was known for his kind of um, kooky style of journalism. It's called gonzo journalism, where he really got involved with what he was covering, where he was doing the crazy shit with the people he was covering. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd write about it. <laughs> so, Sounds like a cool guy. So I got to thinking, like, if he existed today and he like wasn't dead, which he died by killing himself, yeah. on, like, well, not because he was depressed. He always told people that he would shoot himself whenever he just felt the time was right. But anyway, so I just wanted to give you an example of what his daily schedule was when he wasn't traveling. Uh-huh. And then I wanted to talk about what his podcast could possibly be like if he did one. Okay. So his morning, he wakes up. Guess what time he wakes up? So real quick, mm-hmm. we've already talked about this. Uh, on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we've already gone over the diet, but we didn't talk about what if he was doing a podcast. No. So can I just briefly, like, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'm just going to briefly. Yeah, yeah. Wakes up at three, whiskey and cigarettes. Then he moves on to a beer, cocaine, another glass of whiskey, first cup of coffee and a cigarette, cocaine, orange juice, cocaine. That's the first hour of his day. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first hour after waking up. Imagine, like, like Joe Rogan's known for doing, like, talking about drugs, doing marijuana while he's recording, drinking while he's recording. He yeah. did, he's done streams while he's recording? Yeah, he okay. did them with Ari from, like, so. the, uh, last year, I think it was. So, but this guy, can you imagine, like, he has fucking Barack Obama on? He's like, no, this is time for the cocaine. <laughs> I mean, that was an hour of time. Joe Rogan's podcast can go for two hours. So Joe, Rogan has a fucking four-hour podcast. We want to get into four hours. Let's see, cocaine, yeah, cocaine, cocaine, co- coffee, and whiskey. More whiskey, cocaine, 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 weed to take the edge off, a Heineken, margarita, some food. That's at four hours. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what time does he wake up? Three in the afternoon. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a great podcast. Yeah, I would listen to it. I can imagine how crazy it would get. Uh, you'd really have to get like a really level-headed person to co-host with him to mm-hmm. kind of bring some sanity to it i think because that's a lot i mean he was a smart dude I'm like his smart. writings were great he because yeah. he, he he goes through the schedule and then he starts writing at midnight because he had to do all that to get himself right in the right mindset to start writing so he wakes up at three and that's four hours deep yeah so that's at seven he's got five more hours of shit before he's ready to start writing he sounds like fun. And then he, after, when he finishes writing, he writes for a couple hours with just some whiskey. Or no, it's just beer. It was either that whiskey or beer. And then he goes to the hot tub and he drinks and does more drugs. <laughs> he ends his night with, in the hot tub with some LSD, I think. Does that really sound like the worst life, though? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, I was just thinking, it popped in my head. What if he was doing a podcast today? Like, how wild would that get? Like, Bernie Sanders on there? Elon Musk would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> The shit that would have come out of his mouth, he'd be gone. <laughs> the company would have been like, oh, we got it. He's going to disappear. Bailing. We're bailing. Got to get out. You know how, like, uh, when Elon Musk smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast? Yeah. He got in big trouble for what he said. He didn't really. So that's what. That's well, there was what, a lot of shit talk, though. There was a lot of didn't shit talk. Didn't he get talking. fired as the head? No. Of- no. Nothing. Literally nothing fucking happened. Like- I, his The company tanked, like, a couple hundred points on the day after that it aired, and then the day after that, it went up even more than it, it dropped. Well, you know what it tanked from? Sorry to say this, but like 50, 60-year-old people were like, he smokes reefer. I yeah. ain't supporting his company. No. 
100%. Well, I mean, it was that and it was other companies that were tied in with Tesla who were like, oh, we don't want that as our public image. But then it's it was 2018, 2018 when that happened? Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, no one gives a fuck. Like the actual consumers didn't give a shit. Not, like a huge percentage of fucking Tesla's consumers are in California. Mm-hmm. And or like New York and other places, liberal liberal places where they don't give a shit about like, like a year and marijuana. a half ago when I was in uh, Oklahoma, I was all over Oklahoma. I didn't see a single fucking Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think they're sold. They're not allowed to enter the border. <laughs> <laughs> we there. don't want none them 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 matrix box. No fruits, vegetables, Jews, or Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's just. Not okay. You I know why to... I hate the fruits and vegetables, you... right? <laughs> you couldn't even let me finish my Fuck you, asshole. Uh, I mean, I understand the Jews. <laughs> Tesla's I'm on the fence about. Well, no one there could afford one anyway. I mean, when you're a house... Really is... not that expensive. How, I mean, how much is a Tesla? So, like, the base model, uh, the fucking sedan, mm-hmm. is like 30000 40000 there's a lot of almost most houses in Oklahoma, except the nice houses, are thirty to forty thousand. No, they're not I mean, that cheap. The house that the person I know there owns, like it could sell. It's not as bad as a three bedroom, two bath. It's I, I was exaggerating, but it's selling price is fifty five k. Because they're is a it a house? Is it's it a, a no, double wide? No, is it it's a raised a, foundation? No, it's a legitimate house. How much property is it on? It's like, a, it has a, a it has some decent backyard. It's in the neighborhood. Like it's mm. it's not a small backyard. There, every house in the neighborhood's. The highest in the house doesn't sound like a nice house, even in Oklahoma. My I mean, sister, I could be misquoting. That's why I remember. Though. My sister lives in Nebraska, and they paid far more than that. For they probably got a nicer very, house. No, but this house is a older. piece of shit. It's really, a very old house. It's like really? fucking from the forties or thirties. I could be misquoting. I just remember talking I about think, house pricing, and it was crazy low. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, it's insanely cheaper than it is here, and and also Tesla's being sold there would be a lot cheaper than they are here. Ideally, not. not no, no, they they would be. So then like, everyone would just fly there and get or drive there in their shitty car. No, because when you bring them back, you have to pay California oh, taxes, right. so it makes no difference. That's like my. That's why you get your friend yeah. that lives there to buy it for. <laughs> or just have a residency in that state and then just put that as your residency. I know people who do that. It's not technically cheating the system. It's if you own a property somewhere, and technically that's not against the rules. Ish. It's not. If that's your residency, that's a residency. You could have multiple residencies. That's, that's, is this really your primary residence? Yeah. I don't think it needs to be your primary. It might have to be. I it's don't know. It's supposed to be. Oh, well. As far as taxes and Fuck the government. <laughs> <laughs> we just hear a click. <laughs> click. We're not even connected to the internet right now. <laughs> I understand, like, in San Diego, I would uh, I'd hit a fucking neighborhood, and there'd be, like, like the nicer neighborhoods, every house had a Tesla in front of it. And this mm. is the middle of the day, I'm like, so the person not at work also has a Tesla. That could also not be their daily. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it was... I feel like so you're generalizing. It's it, fucking I, I saw so many Teslas, it made me feel like Tesla was, like, the only car people should be driving. You know what I was, I was, uh, I've been looking into like the, uh, 
I'm not, and I don't mean to get political. I don't really think I am, but the whole go green, eco friendly, all this shit, mm-hmm. but it's actually more damaging to the uh, ecosystem to get like a Tesla or a, any any kind of electric, fully electric car. Yeah, that's because it's, that's the, not political. I think because the studies that are because originally they thought it was good, but then the studies were, came out and it's actually more damaging. Is what I had read. Well, too. it it come yeah, it is more damaging mm-hmm. because the the waste that is produced producing those cars is more than what you will contribute by prevent mm-hmm. in driving yeah a an electric vehicle. And it's the same. What is it like those fucking those reusable grocery bags that you get, like the cloth ones or even the plastic ones you reuse? You have to use them for like. Uh, I think it's like 32,000 years. Mm-hmm. If you use them every day, you literally have to use them like, maybe it's like 32,000 times or something like that. But it's, it's like, it's th- it's like 360 years mm-hmm. that you'd have to use it to make up for the, the whatever yeah. it was. And that's what I don't think of. Hard, it, hard facts as, here, folks. As far as using, well, I actually thought about that today. It's something we're going to talk about later. As far as I want to write down more of my sources so we can quote them in the episode. Because yeah. I hate it when I say, like, I read this thing. Because I, I dislike when people do it. Like, I don't like trying to challenge people when they say I read this thing, like, prove your facts. But at yeah. the same time, if we're staying on the podcast, I'm going to try to be more, more, uh, so I efficient in, and actually write, when I see something I, I want to talk about on the podcast, I'm yeah. going to write down the address or wherever I'm getting it from. So just to. just to give kind of like a basis of a stance for us when it comes to politically, if you don't mind me, mm-hmm. and I can edit this out later, but we're pretty conservative. But we're also pretty fucking like independent. Like we're pretty like center. I feel like we're a mixture of conservative, progressive, libertarian, and independent. Yeah, we're we're definitely not just far right. Like we have far right views, but we also have left views. We have center views. We have all we're, yeah. we're all over the board. It's just what we believe. We don't. Mm-hmm. And we're, I'm not going to sign ourselves I, I mean, to a I fucking party. I would say at least I know for me. I know from our conversations. My you know as far as a lot of things, it's not to treat people shitty. Yeah, and exactly. give people freedom exactly. and not not ever as long as they're not hurting someone to prohibit their ability to be the yeah. be who they are. So like, I might not agree with what you're fucking doing. Yeah, but I don't think anyone else should stop you or hate you for doing yeah. what you're fucking doing. So we, so my basis for saying this is that we get a lot of our news and information from more conservative sites. I go, I go a lot of different places. I mean, I do, but I, I will, I, I primarily go towards the the right side because I'm more aligned with. A lot of their their ideologies and what they they believe in, but uh, if I I learn about something and I want to cross fact check it, I will go to the other side. I'm, I'm gonna say I I'm never on Fox News. No fuck Fox. <laughs> I honestly I don't even consider them to be right. I or like to the far right or at all or anything. But that's, this was actually a fact I heard over the weekend that mm. um, Fox News was created in order to. Uh, it was right after Nixon was getting uh, got impeached, and it was so that a, a Republican president would never be impeached again. Wow, that was why Fox News was created. It makes sense. Yeah, and it like, really does because they they suck the dick of any fucking Republican. That's it was any literally kind of just to preserve. Yeah, a and president. all they do is bash on liberals as hard as they can for Which, anything. It's like I don't respect them because they do that, and yeah. I also don't respect other news sources because they suck the dick of the they do it in the other direction yeah it's like parent like if you have a news if they came in with some money a new a different news site yeah and they actually were just fucking reporting news Mm -hmm. like the new like the younger people would take that more yeah and that's what the older the sensationalized news that's from the older generation where you're Mm -hmm. trying to draw people in Mm mm-hmm 
which is there's still people on Facebook that it's the clickbait. Oh, yeah, of course. But I think for the most of the younger generation, we're more used to search. Like, I'm not really the younger generation, but people under 30, I would say. Yeah. That we're more, we see a story, and I don't even click the story. I then search it, and I see, and I look at the different stories, and I cr- like yeah. cross the stories. Like, I read, I'll read yeah. three of the same stories just to kind of get the full picture. Yeah. No, and if I, there was a news site I could trust to actually just say the facts, I, I would just I would go to them way more often. I really wish that there was a a TV, like a political TV station that wasn't... One, you're never going to get an unbiased news report, period. It's not. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It, but if you had a, like a Fox News or a CNN that was just both sides, they were like independent, they were like how we are, mm-hmm. where they would just report whatever they thought on both sides. They weren't just all right or all left, mm-hmm. just shitting on all liberals or shitting on all the Republicans, just just bounce back and forth i'm like you know what that would be a hell of a lot more credible in my book than either fox news well even if a news organization was like this is our basic like political stance because that's what fox news and cnn both say that like fair and balanced or you know honest news like they are and everyone knows which side they're on but they still constantly say like we just report the news no they don't and everyone knows it but everyone's okay with it and if a news place came out like this is actually our political points and so it's probably gonna be slanted a little bit in this direction yeah like that honesty would even if there was a, something i didn't believe in like except like if they're like we're slanted in neo-nazism <laughs> i wouldn't draw me but did you ever watch the is an hbo series called the newsroom yeah With yeah i did the, i don't remember his name but i remember it's the guy from it. dumb and dumber but it's not yeah. jim carrey it's the other dude yeah jeff daniels uh he did I've, good in that show he fucking that was killed a it phenomenal show. fucking show i loved it it i'm mean, the drama the the stupid like romance drama and all that yeah, shit could have done without that but like the the core of like his wanting to get the news out and yeah like and like what's that speech there's the one big speech america's in. not america's the greatest not country great, yeah. anymore anymore and i fucking it's love that story speech. oh i love that speech and i'm not saying that america isn't the greatest country in the world but obviously we don't hold the same values we don't go about the things the same way that we used to and well, that's, like, I'm sure that's the message i get from the fucking speech. i'm sure you've heard the speech in your military career at some point where a drill sergeant or a sergeant or someone would be like i thought we were the fucking best platoon in our company and then we fucking suck today and you proved to me that we are the fucking worst or we're yeah. far from the best and like the yeah. truth and it's just a motive it's like we should look at ourselves and see how we can improve yeah, exactly not that like oh we suck no it, i'm i'm not saying that we actually said because he's you know the nco or whoever is saying it yeah. it's still invested in everyone. it's that we have such an opportunity to be so much yeah. better than we are but we're not and yeah. that's kind of really bad and mm-hmm. it really is and oh that's a really it's a great fucking show if anybody hasn't seen it go on you can get on it on uh, amazon prime or fucking yeah i think amazon yeah, that's prime where i watched HBO. it that's where i watched it i had to pay for it but it was fucking it's worth it three seasons great check it out uh but really how they do the how he proposed to do the primaries mm-hmm. on that show i was, thought was fucking awesome because it's it's not this setup to give the best answer you can it's like a rigorous fucking questioning mm-hmm. of you know what they think how they're doing what they're gonna do how they're gonna do it and it's it's not like at not every single person has the same amount of time it's like hey you know what fucking give your answer figure it out don't ramble on mm-hmm. don't just shit talk the other fucking person but actually fucking well that, that's give like out a plan these debates 
you know, for either side, it's like yeah. you have thirty seconds, and it, you can like it's pretty easy to spot when they don't have a clear answer because yeah. then they'll kind of ramble, they'll talk, you know, they'll yeah. use the same word. These there's keywords on both sides of the fucking yeah. house. Keywords. Yeah. I'm like, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about, do you? Man, that's <laughs> another movie reference, but um, No Country for Old Men. I don't think mm-hmm. you've seen it. Have you? I've seen parts of it. But he's at the gas station. Um, the hitman Shigur, and he's talking to the gas attendant. He goes. What time do you close? Now, around now, is like now is not a time. Tell me when you close. Dark, around dark. Dark is not a time. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just looks at him all scared. He's like, "You don't know what you're talking about, do you?" <laughs> I just feel like that every time I'm watching the debates, where the way they talk, I'm like, "Oh, they're so lost. They're just like fumbling based off." They, yeah. they had a coach there was like, "You're gonna throw him a left jab. You're gonna throw him a right jab. You're gonna yeah. throw that combo." That's what I like. Honestly, I think they should do more podcast like q a's like how bernie sanders was on joe rogan i think it should just be a sit down with each candidate separately and they should just be a a conversation where you have you know like it's sad to say when when joe rogan is one of the most unbiased fucking (laughs) political commentators i mean there's not a real political commentator because his conversation with bernie wasn't biased i didn't feel it was um i think it was my my pro bernie yeah, but then he has guys very... like Ben Shapiro or um, Stephen Crowder on there, and I also don't I don't feel like he's anti the right. Well, no, that's why Joe Rogan I think is very he's he's much like us. He's very independent. He's he's both sides of the fence. He's... Yeah, he just wants to hear good talking points, and that's you get you get a person like that who's just asked yeah. real questions. Yeah, and uh, you just have each candidate sit down. And anyone can yeah. listen to it. It's for I mean, free. He's, he's. I mean, obviously, he's more. I'm not saying Rogan, but I'm saying. Yeah. No. No. I'm just, yeah. We. You need to get a better mediator than Joe. Rogan. I think Joe Rogan's pretty good, but I think he definitely has very obvious mm-hmm. biases. He's. He's more. I would say he's more on the left than. Yeah, than the right. Sure, um, sure. There's nothing wrong like with even that. Even after the Bernie interview. Yeah. Rogan brought up on one of his next guests. He's like. I asked Bernie about gun control, and he kind of floundered, and he gave, basically gave some generic answers that I hear from rhetoric already. Yeah, he's like, he's like, and that scared the shit out of me because he's already a, in the Senate. Yeah, and he's a very intelligent man, and he didn't have a clear answer. Yeah, he's like, he's like, it just made me realize there isn't a fucking clear answer. So we need these people who act like there is, and that's the kind of good interviewing is where you can set these people up in positions because mm-hmm. you know you hear the rhetoric in these thirty second bits mm-hmm. where they're like, we need to take guns out of the hands of the children. Everyone's like, yeah. Children shouldn't have guns. <laughs> and it just sounds like such a reasonable point. And honest, I think it should be more of like a good job, uh, like a three-person interview podcast, and yeah. make it two hours. And then you can have somebody on the left, somebody on the right, and somebody in the center. And that's then so you're, you're saying two every, people interviewing one candidate? No, three people. Uh, what, th- oh, three people interviewing three people. one candidate? So you're going to have a left, a center, and a right. Uh, okay, interviewing right. one. Because cause no matter who you have on there, you're going to have a bias. Mm. A bias of questions, a bias of opinions, a bias of follow-up questions, all that shit. So if you have... Because th- one, we're not supposed to be in a fucking two-party system. Mm-hmm. You should... So let's let's break it up. Let's put it into the three. Because there are three kinds of people out there. There's fucking left, right, and their center. Mm-hmm. And... And uh, that I, mean, way, I would say there's definitely going to be more, but as long as we there well, are more. That'd as be soon as general. we start acknowledging the center, yeah, then it'll there's start, more and more and yeah. more. But that's the, I in my opinion, that's the best way that you can cover the most bases. Yeah, I efficiently. agree. With you. I agree. With you. And I mean, any more than three people, interview, three people interviewing, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, be lot. a lot. But in a two-hour mm-hmm. 
interview with one candidate. Yeah, that's a, that was my point. Is that I that's wanted great. To, each one candidate that's what gets I'm two hours. Exactly. And people are like, oh, that's way too much time. No. By the time it, you actually get down to presidential debates. The like, future leader of our country, if they can't talk for two hours on the points. Well, I don't think it's not so much that they can't talk for two hours. I think it's people are like, that's too much time for the fucking average citizen to be listening. I'm like, oh, fuck you. You know how much time people spend on their cell phones every single day? More than two hours. So, uh, so if they I actually saw, care about their country, they can they can spend two hours a day fucking. The stat I saw was the average average man spends 12 hours on porn a month. A month? Yeah, 12 hours total watching porn a month. I'm way behind. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> way behind because I'm watching <laughs> oh man i gotta make up for you now shit i could do like three hours Dude, but tomorrow that's calculated in that's just based off yeah. of the total man population and how much porn is consumed yeah that doesn't 12 hours a month i for someone like me that's a lot but i know there's some fucking people out there that they do they do like i know some people that I, watch i've known some guys who porn. watch it for fun like they'll just put it on I've, i mean i've watched porn just for fun but that's been like to make fun of it but never just like background noise or time passing. That's fucking no. There's there's a purpose for having porn on. It's masturbating. We had a guy on my deployment as he was cleaning his rifle. That's not a that's not a euphemism. He was actually cleaning his M4, <laughs> sitting there in the room with us. And he would have his his laptop with porn. His portable DVD player was playing a porn DVD, and he'd have his phone there with porn on. See, that's that's fucking weird. And he'd be sitting on the floor against the wall. Just you know, cleaning his rifle, just glance over. He talked to us, glance over and watch it, talk to us. You're cleaning your rifle like you're tricking your dick off, so that's really <laughs> weird. I was I was signaling. No, you were straight up jerking off a huge cock. <laughs> well, Pre- you, you, predator would, cock. you would do that when for someone brought up the porn, is you would get the rag with some CLP oil and like do the barrel like that. That's really weird. I'm just saying, people. some people out there are fucking... Monsters. <laughs> and he was a really nice guy. He was funny. But that's a lot. That's a lot of porn. That's a lot of porn. That's a lot. So if you say two hours is too much for like the I don't think it is. I mean, given I have long drives uh every week where I listen to, you know, three and a half hours of well, fucking something. That, guess what? If you actually care about the country That's exactly <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you actually give a shit about where your vote goes, then you will have no problem. Listening yeah, to these podcasts. If you podcasts. give a shit and you're like, I want 30 second sound bites on TV between my family guy. Yeah, no, that's fucking Fuck stupid. You. you don't actually care. You just want to hear what you want to hear and that's it. You want to hear the good things about your guy and the bad things about the other guy. I just want my 15 girl, second commercial woman. between Young Sheldon and KFC. Oh, God. Fuck Young Sheldon. Don't like him. I'm just. Nah, it's, if the people who won't listen to two hours aren't paying attention at all. If they vote, they're voting, and they're just filling in the box that has the party that they choose to identify yep. with. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> wow. We went from a drugged-up lunatic running a podcast to back to politics. This is going to be a serious podcast. I don't think it's that serious. We've talked about really... some serious stuff. I mean, kind of, but not really. A little bit. A little bit. I feel like we're just we're fucking around with the outskirts of, of serious. <laughs> we're not really diving in there. I don't really want to dive in there. This you know the way the, the way your headphones are on with your hat turned around backwards, and since your hair's growing in a little bit, it kind of looks like a hairstyle, like a, like a Princess Leia hairstyle going on. You look like like your Princess Leia in, in Star Wars: A New Hope. Maybe I am. I reincarnated. I'm Princess Leia reincarnated because she did. <laughs>
as Carrie Fisher. Princess Leia will never die because they have her CGI fucking portrait to use. <laughs> She'll be in movies to Star Wars 80. She's in so much porn. Ugh. Could you imagine being portrayed in a porn? Like using my face like the fucking, what is well, that? No, I mean like these like role acting. Like there's oh. plenty of Star Wars fucking porn out there where someone's pretending to be Leia or oh. dressed up as Leia. Like, or someone's, if, someone's pretending to be Mr. E. Yeah. So like, Mr. E sees the secretary. <laughs> Mr. E and Mr. Y show the true feelings for each other. Hardcore gay slapping and choking. <laughs> I don't even know why I got there so quick. <laughs> You've never seen 69 like this before. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I never I didn't know how I got there so quickly and I was like that'll be the first comment on the video <laughs> Uh-oh. well if we get popular enough it's gonna happen one can only hope there's Mr. Clean porn videos out there oh, is that a reference to my baldness no it actually isn't because you're not bald right now pretty I'm balding no you're like uh Fucking, what's his name from Seinfeld? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they don't have a shitty neck beard. <laughs> I'm doing that for you. I appreciate it. Ah, oh, God. I told my fiance about it. I am actually going to trim up my neck beard. The, the first thing she says, but he'll be so ugly. <laughs> How will he find a woman? <laughs> oh, honey, that ship sailed long ago. <laughs> Uh, Can you imagine, like, I'm dating a chick for, like, three dates, and then I finally open up who I really like, my real humor? Oh, God. And I get a restraining order. I'll just collect restraining orders like Pokemon. You gotta collect them all. (laughs) This is a Renee. You try to get a restraining order in every state. (laughs) (laughs) It would be so good. It'd be hard in those desperate states like Florida. I'd be going really rough. I'm like, I'm gonna have to commit a felony just to get a restraining order. (laughs) I slapped the shit out of her, but she just likes it. There's nothing I can do. I cheated on her four times. And I'd then she offered me the fifth. <laughs> oh, God. She was setting up threesomes for me. I, I was just tired at that point. <laughs> she told me I didn't. I quit my job and said she had to support us. And she said, don't worry, honey, I will. No, no, no. Like, there's some states you just can't get. It's like the legendary Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get a Game Shark to get that shit set up. You don't hire a lady to get a restraining order against you. Alabama, there's no way you're getting away from a chick. No. There's there's no shaking those. It's like when when I was in Missouri uh, training before deployment, and fucking, uh, we we went out to the, like, outside of the base. Those chicks would spot if you were, like, they'd walk up to you and be like, you're from California. Oh, God. They could. They could fucking spot it. They could taste it in the air. Like, they fucking, I was next to Oglesby, and they walked up to me, and they're like, you're from California. And Oglesby turned around and goes, we all are. And she goes, you ain't from California. He was from Idaho. Mm. She couldn't call the state, but she knew he wasn't from California. Wow. Yeah. Damn. She could literally taste it on the air like a snake. (laughs) She was hunting. Anything to get out of anything to get out of Missouri. (laughs) But Idaho's not better. Uh, No, Idaho's better than Missouri. I mean it is, but in her mind it's not. It's it's fucking all the way there or nothing. (laughs) 
Well, people who have never been to California view it as this like mecca of the United States. They just all they think is Los Angeles and Napa. Well, they think of Los Angeles, Napa, and then they also think of all these mountains and country. So they get both. They like just, they imagine that like, it's like Los Angeles just opens up to this giant, beautiful Garden of Eden forest, like Lord know, of the Rings, Middle Earth. Do you know how the world works? It's not how it works. Los Angeles isn't even good. I hate Los Angeles. If they were like, for a million dollars, you just have to spend seven weeks straight driving through Los Angeles traffic. Oh, you can make bathroom stops and you can sleep for up to six hours in your car park somewhere. I'd be like, for how much? A million dollars. I'd do it. I don't know if I could. For a million dollars, I, I'd do I could it. probably push through it for a million. Yeah. But I've, I've driven enough uh, traffic in the Bay Area and like Sacramento shit. Well, it's like, like fear factor. They're like, will you eat these warmers for $50,000? And they're like, yeah. Will you drive through rush hour in Los Angeles for fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, it's probably gonna be a yes. But I'm gonna need some time to think about it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you in the morning. Cockroaches for fifty thousand dollars? Hell yeah! Drive from San Diego to fucking San Francisco? <laughs> Shit. I mean, it sometimes it took me like six hours to get from just north of San Francisco to Sacramento, which is ninety miles. Mm-hmm. It took me six hours one time on a fucking Friday. Yeah, it wasn't even a holiday. That's terrible. Yeah, driving in, driving towards San Diego from the Grapevine until I actually got to my house, seven hours. That's fucking ridiculous. It's a fucking day of work. Yeah, anytime I drive down to Southern California, whenever I drive back, I drive all night. I leave at like eight, nine o'clock at night, and I'll hit a little bit of traffic in San Diego. Or like or LA, but then the rest of it's just a straight shot. Yeah, no. When I was driving through that, whatever, every time I knew I had to go through LA, I changed my hours of living. Like, you have to. Others, oh, you're wasting so much time in your sanity. But can you imagine working a job where you're like, well, I gotta be at work at eight, so I gotta wake up at four thirty. <laughs> Seriously, that's fucking stupid. And then you end your shift at five, and you get home at nine. Oh man, what are you doing? Turn around and repeat and do it the next day. Yeah. No. You sleep for less than you sleep six hours, and you do it again. And then on the weekend, the kids want to go to fucking, you know, Disney World. They want to go no. downtown. No, no. I will kill you. It's <laughs> never too late to abort. Never. <laughs> <coughs> That's I wouldn't even have to call the cops. You just have to call a doctor and report an abortion. <laughs> fucking Planned Parenthood's into oh. that shit. <laughs> oh, that got dark. <laughs> Like, they just have a 1-800 number. You're like, hey, yeah, Jessica, 18, she know more. <laughs> Jessica who? Jessica Smith. Okay, what's her social security number? Oh, okay, here it is. Okay, we'll record it. Should have been more like Jessica who? Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you get it. Some from, someone from Planned Parenthood's listening to like, we should do that. <laughs> That's going to be the next legislation if Hillary becomes president. That's such a good She'll idea. sign that in. Uh, well, I think we should rate this fucking, this gen. Yeah, you think we're at rating time? I think we're at rating time. What do you think? You barely even gotten into your second glass. Well, I was slow playing in it. Oh. So. Well, I, it's hard to rate gins. So basically, especially with a gin and tonic, you got to rate it on... You know, there's other factors in there, like how well you're making, the, how well you're mixing the tonic and the lime. Well, you made both rounds, so I did make this both is rounds. Fully on you. 
but I think it did make good rounds. But I also think the gin's very smooth. Mm-hmm. The flavor's good. There's some bad gins I've had that have the overpowering like um, celery taste. Yeah, that's and that's not it. there. Um, I say it's good. I mean, I would say I'd give it on the gin scale. This isn't on the Irish whiskey scale. This no. is the gin scale. The gin scale. I'd give it a four point three. Four point three. I don't know how um, expensive a bottle it I think was. It's like a thirty dollar bottle. Thirty dollars isn't bad. Maybe not. Even. I think it was maybe. Yeah, I think it was about thirty. Thirty or thirty-four, maybe something like that. No, For thirty-four, thirty-four, I'd probably drop it a point. No. Like not a full point, but like four point one. Why would it being cheaper make you drop it? No, I said it'd be more expensive. Oh. So it was thirty versus thirty-four. Mm. So basically, I'd drop it. You know, point one just because it was a little bit more expensive. But so you say four point three, or four point two? Four point two. I'll say four point two. I'll say with my limited experience with gins, because uh, that one that Mr. Ducky brought that was, was very good, but very, that was very a good. very select and yeah, no, that was good. Um, so I'm a little bit spoiled. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a solid four. Okay, it's good. Uh, gins aren't my favorite, but I'm warming up to them. They yeah, last, just a decent mixed drink. Yeah. No, it's it's delicious. It's it's not. I I really don't. I think that my problem was is that I I first started drinking gin straight, mm. and you don't drink gin straight ever. It's disgusting. Um, but this is a good gin and tonic. Um, it's good 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 amount of citrus in there. Uh, this this def- the second glass was definitely better. I want to say that also, I'm a little fucked up. So I don't think I don't think uh, gin and tonic is a barbecue drink. I don't no. think it's a really. It's not necessarily a cold day drink. No, it's, it's more warm weather. But mm-hmm. if you're sitting around talking to some friends or you were working outside and you can sit outside in a little bit of a hot weather and sip on a nice cool gin and tonic, mm. it's so relaxing. No, it's good. Um, it's perfect podcast drink for sure. Mm-hmm. We got to do this mixed drinks shit more. We're, we'll probably do that for the next couple. Next couple. I like it. Try some different things. Yeah. Yeah. So 4.0, 4.2. Uh, get out there. It was, it was called Cut, cut Water Gin. Mm-hmm. So get get yourself a bottle. So, uh, Mr. Y, Mr. Yummy, any closing thoughts? Messages <sighs> to the kids. Messages to the kids. PSAs. Uh, drugs aren't really that bad. <laughs> um, underage drinking, not sure it's the worst thing. And uh, Both still crimes, though. You, you, you don't have to look both ways before crossing the street. Definitely should, though. W- one's probably good enough. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for you. Uh, okay, so I've got nothing. You got nothing. Well, I do have some things, but I shouldn't say them. Okay. Don't lock your keys in your cars, kids. Oh, you fucking dumbass. Unless you have roadside assistance, and then it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, well, until next time, thanks for joining the Lost Ground podcast. Follow me at Mister Dot Underscore Yummy on Instagram and Mister Yummy One Five on Twitter. And I'm at Mr. Early ETS on Twitter. Check it out. Fuck you.